Welcome to A New Creation. I'm Phyllis, and thank you for joining me today. Every episode of A New Creation is commissioned by the Holy Spirit. It is new, and it is from God. Silent night. I thought about the atmosphere of the night Jesus was born and how that song described it. It described it as quiet and still. I also thought about the condition of the world during that time, just the time before Jesus was born. And it's not so different from the condition of the world today. Now, what was the state of affairs for the people of God during that time? And how can you compare the state of affairs of the people of God to the state and the condition of the world itself? And so I looked at those those two factors. On one hand, we've got the world in a particular state and the people of God in a particular condition. Before Jesus was born, God hadn't spoken to his people in 400 years. Did you hear that? He had been silent for 400 years. And we're talking about a silent night. See, the silence had gone past one night. It was still completely quiet for 400 years. Yet God didn't forget his people. See, for the people of God, it was silent night, holy night, all is calm, all is bright. Round young virgin, mother and child, holy infant, so tender and mild, sleep in heavenly peace, sleep in heavenly peace. See, God had been silent, just like the words of that song describing how it was the night Jesus was born. And the people of God, they were under Roman rule. That meant that another nation was ruling the people of God within their own country. It was as if they were in exile in their own country. And so they had a ruler that Rome had appointed, and it was Herod I. He also was sometimes called Herod the Great. And as Herod the Great, he was really looked upon as being the king of the Jews. So sometimes he was referred to the king of the Jews, and sometimes he was referred to Herod the Great. Now, the reason why they called him Herod the Great is because some things he had done for for Rome. He was really a, a representative of Rome, and he really wanted to make Judea, which is where the people of God resided which is really the southern kingdom of Judah, wanted to make the people more like Rome, the culture and everything, like a Roman province, really. You can look at it that way. So the people of God hadn't heard from God in 400 years. They were being ruled by Rome. They still had their temple, so people still attended the temple. They still had their everyday activities, but they weren't free. 
And the whole atmosphere was one of tension because you had the Pharisees and the Sadducees who were going at each other, fighting each other. You had the Essens and the Zealots. So all those groups were fighting against one another, wanting to be liberated from Rome in their own way. And Herod the Great was there to try to keep the peace. And so it was this type of setting. It was in this atmosphere that Jesus was born. Today's episode of Phyllis's New Creation is Silent Night. Silent Night, Holy Night, Shepherds Quake at the Sight, Glory Stream from Heaven Afar. Heavenly host sing hallelujah. Christ the Savior is born. Christ the Savior is born. Did you hear that? See, life for God's people was one of exile, like I said before. They had a temple and people attended the temple. Yet God was not speaking. Now think about that. They're going to the temple on a regular basis, but God has been silent and they know he's not speaking. They know the prophecy about the Messiah. Yet they're going through the motion. The people of God are going through the motions of going to the temple. And they're trying to carve out some type of semblance of life while waiting for a prophecy of the Messiah. And they had no way of knowing how God will fulfill those prophecies of a Messiah. And so just think about that for a moment. You're going through the motions of going to the temple, yet God is not there. He's not speaking. He hasn't spoken for over four, 400 years. I won't say over 400 years. He has not said a word. And you know that. And so it's a very unusual time in that regard. Now let's take a look at our lives today. How many of us go to church each week? Either we attend it, if our churches are still open, or some people may watch it online. Either way, they're in a service of some sort, and you're fellowshipping. Yet, in some cases, you don't sense God is there. Talking about silent night. Now, the people of God knew, like I said before, that God wasn't there. But for us today, when we go to church, when we worship, when we fellowship, is God in the, in the center of our worship? Is he the focus of our worship? And even more so, is he there? talking about silent night. See, not only was the world in darkness, there was spiritual darkness during this time. Spiritual darkness. And it's not different from what we have in our world today. Is God silent in our world? I mentioned earlier, going to church. And let's take it a step further. Not only attending church, 
but serving in church, worshiping in church, tithing, obeying God. Is yet is God there? And let's even go further than that. Let's not talk about the physical place of church or even worshiping online, but in our lives every day. Is he there? Is God silent? And if not, are you listening and obeying his voice? Now, some of you may be listening to this message and say, now I'm attending church, I'm worshiping and I'm serving. Yet until now, I never thought about if God was there or if God is there. Jehovah Shema, the Lord is there. Is he there in your midst while the worship is going on, while the praising is going on, even before the worship and praising start? Is he in your midst when you're home preparing to go each day, just the way you live your life? Is he there? Is he a part of it? Is he in the center of it? Or are you just going through the motions? Is he speaking to you? whether you're at church or at home? Or has he been silent for quite a while? Yet you never noticed it until now. How long has he been gone? See, you can make a decision today to seek him with your whole heart. Talking about silent might. Begin by asking him to forgive you for being so focused on yourself, on your family, and things that have pushed him aside. Let's pray that prayer right now. The Holy Spirit is really compelling me to, to do this. Heavenly Father, I repent of being selfish and having an, an ungrateful attitude and for taking you for granted. I want to be in the right fellowship with you. I want to know your presence so closely that if you're not there, God, I won't be there. If you're not in that experience with me wherever I am, if you're not in my my everyday experience in my life, God, and I won't have any experiences, please forgive me, God. I want to have fellowship with you. I want you to know, God, that I love you and I don't take you for granted. And I repent of my selfishness. Amen. Now, if you prayed that prayer, the next step is to begin to spend time with the Lord every day. And when you do that, it will change your life forever. Talking about silent night. In the book of Luke, chapter 1, verses 78 and 79, and I'm going to read you the NIV version of the scripture. And it reads, Because of the tender mercy of our God, by which the rising sun will come to us from heaven to shine on those living in darkness and in the shadow of death, to guide our feet into the path of peace. Did you hear that? 
See, in the midst of the darkness that the people of God were experiencing, that I mentioned before, when God hadn't spoke in 400 years, and even in some of our lives when God hadn't spoken, we just recognize it. Because of his tender mercy, and he refers to Jesus, the scripture refers to Jesus as the rising sun will come to us from heaven to shine on those living in darkness and in the shadow of death, to guide our feet into the path of peace. That's how merciful and how loving our God is. So there's always hope. Now, if the Spirit of God withdrew from you, would you notice? Would you notice that he's, he's no longer there? Are you different when you don't spend time in the presence of God? Or are you the same? There's so many aspects of what God wants us to take the time to recognize the importance of Christ's birth, of his sending Christ here on earth to be born. And he sent him at such a dark time. He sent him at such a time that it seemed to be hopeless, but there's always hope in Christ. Even though he had spoken to the people, his people, in that 400-year period of time, they were still very much on his mind. And when the fullness of time had come, he sent him forth. Galatians 4.4 speaks of that. When the fullness of time had come, God sent forth his son, born of a woman, born under the law. So at God's appointed time, he sent forth the Lord Jesus. And he was born. In a manger in Bethlehem of Judea. And so God always fulfills his word. The prophecy came to pass. God fulfills his word and he is faithful. Another question I have for you Could you continue to attend church each week? Tithe, serve, obey the word of God, yet outside of his presence. Think about that. There are some people on the sound of my voice who are in that very category. You regularly attend church, you're faithful, you tithe, you serve. You obey God as much as you, you know how to, you obey God. Yet, you're outside of his presence. And you haven't experienced his presence for quite some time. And God is speaking to you today through this message, Silent Night. Silent night is so symbolic 
because it describes the silence, the quietness, the stillness of the birth of Christ. But at the same time, what God is speaking to us is that the silent night as it refers, as it refers to our lives is us moving forward in our lives, doing things, yet he's not there. He's silent, separate from him. He's not a part of it. And it's dangerous to get in that mold, go, go through the motion of church, go through the motion of worship, even go through the motion of obeying God in your day-to-day life. Yet, he's not there talking about silent night. So it was possible for God to be silent for 400 years and yet the people continue. And the people knew he wasn't speaking. It's not like they didn't know. The danger we have here in the 21st century is that God can be silent and has been silent for quite a while, for years in our lives, and we didn't know it. We thought that we were pleasing to him. We thought that we were serving him. We thought that he was pleased with us. Yet, it's Ichabod. The term Ichabod, which means the glory has departed. In the Old Testament, when the glory of God departed the temple, it was called Ichabod. And the temple was still there, but God was not there talking about silent night. We want to make sure that we in the body of Christ are not going through the motions of life every day, of living without his presence. So I'm asking everyone on the sound of my voice that's been listening to this message to examine your life. Take the time and ask God, is that me? Am I going through the motion, believing that I am following you, that I am obeying you, that I am in your presence and fellowship with you? Yet. their silence. God, I ask you to give us greater discernment that we can discern, God, your presence. And then if there's ever a time, God, that you're not with us, that your presence has departed from us, God, sensitize us by the Spirit, through your Spirit, to know so that we can get back in fellowship with you, God. We can remain in fellowship with you, God, that you continue to cover us, God. Amen. This is so important to God, to Holy Spirit, that he keeps bringing it back to me, emphasizing it, why silent night can begin with a a short period of time of God being silent in our lives. And then it it can extend over longer periods of time and we don't even know it.
talking about Silent Night. I'm going to share with you the final stanza of Silent Night. The Holy Spirit pressed it on my heart to share it with you. Silent Night, Holy Night, Son of God, Love's pure light, radiant beams from thy holy face, with dawn of redeeming grace, Jesus Lord at thy birth. Jesus Lord at thy birth. I want to speak to those today who heard this message silent night, and it really drew them strongly to God, a desire to make sure that God is not silent in their lives. They never thought about if they could discern whether or not God's presence is there or is not there, but they know that God is drawing them to himself by bringing this up. If you are that person and you know that God is drawing you to himself because he doesn't want to be silent. He wants you to hear from him and he wants to fellowship with you. Repeat after me. Heavenly Father, I know this message was for me because I was drawn to it for some reason when I received this message. And as I listened, I knew you were speaking to me. Thank you for speaking to me. Thank you for drawing me to you today, God. Thank you for allowing me to be alive this week as we draw near to Christmas and the birth of your son, Jesus. I know that Jesus died for me on the cross, and I know he died for my sins, and I know that you raised him from the dead. And I'm asking you to forgive me of my sins and allow me to be a part of your family. And I thank you, God, for forgiving me. Thank you, Jesus for allowing me to be a part of your family. Amen. Thank you for joining me today for Phyllis's A New Creation. And remember, Phyllis's A New Creation exists so that you will know how to apply the word of God to your everyday life. Today's message, Silent Night, came directly from Holy Spirit. He wanted us to know that it's important that we hear his voice. It's important that we recognize his voice. And if there's any time that he's silent, return to him. He's here. Jesus said, if anyone comes to him, he will, he will by no wise cast aside. So if you know that God has been silent in your life, just return to him. Say, God, you've been silent. I didn't even recognize it. Please forgive me, God. Speak to me. Show me what you want me to do. And he will. You can hear Phyllis's A New Creation in Google Podcasts. Just search for Phyllis's, P-H-Y-L-L-I-S, apostrophe S, A-N-E-W, creation, C-R-E-A-T-L-E-N. And don't forget to put the word podcast after your search. Now, when you search for it that way, you go up to Phyllis's A New Creation. You, you, it'll take you up to the, the message itself. And then you'll see there it'll have Google Podcasts. Click on that. It'll take you right up to Google and then subscribe. And that way, the messages will come to you each week. 
For those of you who'd like to sow into Phyllis as a new creation, I have two ways you may do so. The first way, I have a cash app. And my cash app is dollar sign P-A-N-E-W-C. That's dollar sign P-A-N-E-W-C. Another way you may sow into Phyllis's New Creation is that you may send a check to Phyllis's A New Creation, 4846 North University Drive, Suite 237, Lauder Hill, Florida, 33351. Again, that's Phyllis's A New Creation, 4846 North University Drive, Suite 237, Lauder Hill, Florida, 33351. And for those of you who'd like to send a note or may even be interested in Phyllis's new creation coming out to, to do more teachings or to, to answer any questions you have. My email is phyllis, P-H-Y-L-L-I-S-A-N-C at gmail.com. Again, that's phyllis, P-H-Y-L-L-I-S-A-N-C at gmail.com. Heavenly Father, I thank you for every soul that heard this message this day, God. And God, as we continue to celebrate the birth of Christ, and Christmas within the next few days. We thank you, God, for your sacrifice of your son, for sending him to be born for us, and even eventually, God, to die for us and then raise him up again, God, as you did, the resurrection, which is important. God, thank you. Thank you for your love. Thank you for loving us enough that you gave your only begotten son. And thank you, Lord Jesus, for your willingness to sacrifice for mankind. Amen. Everyone have a wonderful Christmas, and God bless each and every one of you and your families. Have a fantastic day.